When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Uh, great to have your company this Tuesday afternoon. Lovely day. Beautiful. Oh, magnificent. A magnificent day. Started off a little chilly. Nice little stretch coming up. So if you're, you know, the outdoors type, you're going to most Unfortunately, we've got a bit more rain coming over the weekend, I think. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not too bad and we don't further create more problems than what well, we already experienced. I was having a look at the bomb before. The forecast for New South Wales in the next four or five days, five or six days, not good, Keith. Shocking. Not good. Um, we spoke to Josh Walker earlier in the show. It's one of those times, isn't it, where um, you know there's unfortunately some high-quality footballers, for whatever reason, are being told that their time at their um, current football club is no longer required. Alec Waterman, unfortunately, is one of those. The Essendon Footy Club completed their delistings today. Cody Brand, Braden Ham, and Alec uh, have told that they're for the time being, at the least, services are no longer required at the Essendon Footy Club and. Alec Waterman, who's had one of the most extraordinary footy arcs uh, to get to this level, has been good enough to join us on the show. Hey, mate, uh, commiserations on the news, and we appreciate you joining us on the show. Hey, boy, thanks for having me on. When did, when did you find out? Was it today, or did you get told last night? Yeah, no, just this morning. Yeah. Um, just this morning. Um, yeah, no, disappointing. Not the end of the world, but disappointing. And, um, yeah, basically... Just, it didn't do a lot wrong. It just in terms of where our list, our list is at, it's just could put you on. So it was a pretty short conversation, but hmm. um, no, that's where we move forward. And was it one Alec that you you were expecting? Uh, did, was there conversations throughout the course of the season with your agent, and were you prepared for this, or was it more of a shock? Uh, I wouldn't say shock. Um, I think just coming from where I've sort of come from, the way I come onto the list, it's sort of um, each year. Uh, I mean, last year I was lucky enough to get that extension sort of in July. Um, but this time around, I was sort of prepared for both. Anyway, just sort of had an open mind. But um, I was surprised. I thought I'd done enough for at least another 12 months. But um, I was prepared for both. I mean, yeah, yeah, as I said, you have an open mind. And, um, yeah, we, we move forward now. It's sometimes too difficult or sometimes difficult to self-assess and what's taken place. But... Do you reckon you were given a fair crack at it, that you were given a, a, a reasonable opportunity to uh, show what you could provide them? Um, yeah, I think so. And I thought I, I thought I was pretty uh, pretty handy when I was out there on the field. Um, I thought I did my job a number of times. And, um, yeah, no, I played, I think, more games last year than I did this year. And, you know, for whatever reason, I wasn't able to be in the 22 as many times this year, which is absolutely fine. I was uh, I was in the squad, you know, I was emergency a lot of times throughout the mid part of the year, but for you know, I just couldn't get in, or you know, was held over as the carryover a number of times. So I thought, come the end of the year, that even though I hadn't played as much, I thought I was right there. I thought that sort of meant that you're, you know, within that 25 to 30 range. But mm. 
as I said, it's not a shock at all, but it's no. a bit surprising. But that's yeah, that's part of it. Alec, you're an unusual side. You, you look to me like you're a you like you would like to play key position. You might even like to be like the last line kick it to me, get it to me one on one type forward. And yet, I'm not sure how many times I saw you in the 22 or 23 games at, at the level get used in that role. And you don't always get to pick and choose. You, you do what the coach asks you to do. But is that the sort of footy that you like to play? And, and how many times did you actually get to play that role? And I, I played that role pretty much every time I was in the AFL, which, you know, as I said before, I'm happy to do whatever. Um, and I'll play whatever role um, the coaches wanted me to. I, I just I played that sort of position as a deep forward back in the waffle just for a bit of fun and uh, played some good footy. And that's sort of where Essendon got me over. So that's sort of all they really saw. And um, I said a number of times, I'm, I'm happy to play other positions. But at that time and for the last sort of 18 months or two, two seasons, sorry, um, they've only really played deep forward and so I was happy to do that. Didn't get the opportunity to really play in any other positions, but, um, you know, that's how it goes. Um, that's what they needed from me at the time and said that, you know, we know you can play in any other position in the forward line. We just sort of need you to do this for us. Right. Um, so I said, yeah, I'm happy to do that. And, um and go from there, but you know, that's how it is. And you got to move on pretty quickly. What's your plans in the short term in regards to keeping fit and trying to make sure you give yourself the best chance to get another opportunity? We spoke to Josh Walker earlier mm. on, and he said that, uh, no, no drama's there. He's still got the plans from North Melbourne. He still comes in and uses the facilities, and uh, it's it's all going to be a, a relatively smooth transition. Is that your experience as well? Oh, uh, yeah, I've got the, uh, the program from Essendon that I was sent a few weeks ago, and so I'll continue to use that. Um, so I'll use that for the next however many weeks, and if I'm able to get a life on, that'd be fantastic. Um, I'd love to, so I'm really keen to keep going, but if not, um, um, I'll, you know, I'll play footy somewhere, but and I'll I really enjoy it, but yeah, in terms of the short term, I'd love to get another opportunity, and I've got some stuff to, to keep fit for sure. Talking to Alec Waterman, who's just been delisted by the Bombers. I mean, did you ever give up hope first time around? It's an it's an it, quite an extraordinary kind of journey through the game. You know, three years at the Eagles, five years out of the AFL program, and then back for a couple at Essendon. Mm. Um, did you ever give up hope first time around that the the, the door might have been closed to you? I didn't give up hope. I I, wouldn't, I don't know how to explain it. I sort of, yeah, as, as you said, I was only at West Coast for a little bit. And, um, yeah, after I sort of got back to playing footy initially, I was just playing reserves. And, um, mate, I was a long way off AFL footy or any sort of high-level footy. So I, I didn't give up hope, but I sort of just accepted the fact that, you know, Waffles um, probably going to be me first in my career. And I was really happy with that. Um, and as I said, the... The COVID year in Perth, we ended up getting 10 games away and I just played deep forward at Claremont and, you know, um, had some fun with my mates and then Adrian called and got me across. So I hadn't really, it happened really quick. I didn't really know much else. So um, I felt like I was just sort of getting into a groove again and, um, you know, playing different positions and training different positions and, you know, trying to expand my game uh, and go from there. But, um, yeah, unfortunately not. Will you stay in Melbourne? We know the mm. Waterman family's you're sort of West Australian football royalty, you blokes. Are you 
will you stay here or yet will you head back to WA for, for part of it until you find out what happens next? I'll stay here for the medium to term, um, you know, into the new year and hope that there's another opportunity somewhere for sure. Um, and then work from there. And if, if there's not, well, then a decision will have to be made. I've, I've got great relationships with Claremont, which I'd love to go back to as well, but nothing's for certain at the moment. But yeah, for the short to medium term, um, the aim is to stay as fit as possible and get another opportunity somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And do you sit down and you look at all the other lists and think, oh, gee, I'd fit perfectly in <laughs> yes. with that list and perhaps yeah, yeah, pick yeah. up the phone and maybe sell your, sell yourself to the club or is that just you just leave it to your agent? Yeah, I'm not the one to ring up the club and sell myself, but um, yeah, I'll leave that to the to the managers and, and um, yeah, I'm happy to be there anytime, anywhere to sit down and chat and go through with any club that's interested or wants to ask a few questions. I'm happy to do that. And yeah, for anyone that's listening, yeah, really keen um, to keep going. Um, yeah, so definitely a little bit surprising this morning. Um, not the end of the world. It's not a huge shock. It's surprising as I was sort of, you know, feeling like I was gaining a bit of momentum. Um, uh, the last pre-season was my first one in about five years, so I felt the real benefits for that, and I was looking forward to another one. So hopefully, as I get one somewhere else. Yeah. And it's a fr- they've got a new start going on. Who actually del- delivers the Sorry? news? With Essendon, you know, there's a new look that's going to be coming over the next uh, short period of time. Who actually sits down and delivers the news? Do you have any interaction at all with the the new coach or is it just done through the list managers and those types of things? Uh, This morning, yeah, just through the list managers and the head of footy, yeah. Um, I've met Brad. He wasn't there this morning. Um, But, yeah, no, just the list manager, yep. So Mm. you said earlier that it was a pretty short conversation um, were there any questions you wanted to have answered at the time, or once the news is delivered to you, you just want to? You one of those blokes who just wants to get out of the room and, and deal with what comes next? Uh, oh, it, it was short, but it wasn't. There was no hard feelings or anything. I, Adrian got me over two years ago, and I'll be forever grateful for that opportunity. There's twenty more AFL games than I thought I'd ever play. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, like it wasn't. It wasn't a. There was nothing, you know, awful about it. It was, a, it was just. It is what it is, but when you hear that message, you don't really tend to want to stick around too long. Um, so, no, it, it was fine. I uh, got the message and, um, yeah, I'll, yeah that, that's officially done today. So, um, But, yeah, over the next sort of few weeks, hopefully some interest around and, and we'll work through that. But, um, yeah, first things first, we'll just keep it day yeah. by day and just stay fit and hope something happens. Well, there's hundreds of games of footy left in you, mate, at 26 years of age. So uh, yeah. let's let's hope that, um, you know, somebody out there has seen, you know, what you can bring to the table and they, they like what they've seen and there's a lifeline coming your way in uh, either of the drafts that are not too far away. Good luck with everything, mate, and uh, thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks, boys. All the best. Good on you. Good Alec, man. Alec Good luck. 22 games for the Bombers, 27 goals. I mean... It, it, it's for, given where he came from. So mm. three seasons, I think it was at the West Coast Eagles, ended in 2016. Then just goes back to the waffle and you know does his thing for five seasons before Essendon seat. In his first year with the Bombers, plays 14 games and kicks 17 goals, coming off a waffle base. Solid really, return. that's pretty good. Mm. Really, in a good team. Then, yep. And two he, years ago, that was the, they made the finals too, didn't they? They, they did eight and six. So they, of the 14 games that he played, mm. um, they won eight, lost six, and. This is a bloke who's come off a, a non-AFL base. So he talks about getting through the preseason and building on that. And like it, it's easy to hear it, isn't it? Like yep. 26 years old, 
knows he can play at the level to a degree, thinks the best is in front of him, and he's just desperate for somebody to give him and you know there'd be so, any sort of a chance. There'd be so many players that are in that same position, and quite often it's just about trying to find the right time, the right list, the right coach, and all those things align, and it can have a profound difference on your long, longevity mm. and and just sort of keeping yourself in it. And he seems like the fellow with what he's been in the past that, that understands that you keep working at it, then they'll find you. Yeah, I oh, no doubt. So you look around who's been you – know, Jack Madgen and Caleb Poulter were also delisted from Collingwood today. Um, Jared Leanett, uh was delisted by the Saints. You look around, don't – Kane Turner, for example, at North Melbourne. Now, who knows what happens to Turner next, but mm. – he was in the North Melbourne leadership group for the last two years. Yep. So, so it's a bloke, and he played, I think he might have played every game this mm, season. Mm. It's a bloke who, you know, has been a role player. Well, they're rebooting, aren't they? They're, they're going they through. Are. So they those are. types of players, which under different circumstances, that's what I'm referring to. It's the, quite often it's the context of the circumstance that a particular club finds in, themselves in, not necessarily a reflection on your own ability and your own value. No, that's you true. You have greater value in a different set of circumstances. And the other reality is mm. you can just come out of contract at the at wrong, the wrong time. in the wrong season. Yeah, exactly. You know, this, whatever those circumstances might be, that particular club, uh, new coach coming in, new regime, new direction, if you're the one coming out of contract that year – I think that plays a very big role in in part of the decision that might ultimately mm. see you mm. leave that footy club. What about what do you make of the um, the Brown brothers at, from yeah. Collingwood? Yeah, well, yeah. Callum, I remember when he came onto the scene, you thought, oh, he's a he's a long term uh, player. Mm. He's someone that's going to be part of the the organisation for quite some time. Now it hasn't worked out for either of them. Well, I've got. I don't know about Tyler. Tyler just never came on. I thought he had more more range than his brother. Right. Not necessarily a better player. Well, I thought when Callum, remember when Callum oh, no, the Cal- first few games, yeah. you're going, oh, hang on. We've, I think we might have something yeah, here. Yeah, of course. I mean, you mm. thought he was going to play a lot of footy in that midfield for a long time. but So he'd be one that you, you'd underline, I reckon. I mean, you, there's a few around. You just There's a couple of names that jump off the list of the players who have been delisted. You think, mm. oh, there's no way knowing these blokes finished at the level. And Mitch Wallace, I know you're not as buoyant as I am. Oh, no, I, I love him as a – but I I reckon there's something about the way he plays mm. that um, would be attractive. Well, if there's a club out there that wants character and yeah. leadership and, and a role player, That's it. he could easily um, tick that box. And I know – well, he's stated, hasn't he, that he mm. thinks he's got more football and desperate to keep going. So, Well, AG off the uh, temper text machine, magnificent beds. If you're looking for a new bed, the temper well, bed, course, I can you probably get I sleep in one and it's magnificent. 40 winks is probably uh, the place to and, go. Well, of course, it would be mm. rude if you didn't. Uh, I tell you, he's make, AG makes the point. The quality – and tell me if you agree with this. The quality of the delisted players suggests that – the uh, we have enough talent for a nineteenth team. Oh well, I've got. Do no, you see that? No, I've got no doubt about that. Uh, th- yeah. this... I don't think it's that this level of player. I, it's when you're talking about being competitive. It's the quality of the top end you can bring in, because at at that middle tier, there's a lot of players that miss out that we also they are good enough. It's whether to me, it's whether or not there is enough of those top end. Game changer yeah. players. If there's enough of those, not so much. These so, what do you want of... to see more of? Do you want to do you want to see razzle dazzle and superstar, or do you want to see contests? What 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 floats your boat more? Well, I think you need both. Yeah, but, of course you do. But, but what do you what what most? What do you want to see mostly? Well, I think the reality of it is, uh, if you don't have that top, real top 
type talent, you're not going to be uh, you're not going to be competitive. No, no. But, but you can put in place. Get a list of forty, or whatever well, it is now. Forty. To... If you get a list of forty-four, that you all go. These are AFL quality players. But if you don't have that, you know those marquee guys that we all know are the game changers. Well, and, and and we had this conversation at the start of the, in the off season before the season about how many of those does it actually take mm. to make a difference. Mm. And I think we were sort of hovering around that eight or something. We thought you needed or there. Well, there aren't many teams that have got eight. Game no, changes in their that's true. in their midst. In fact, very few. But if you can't see uh, on AFL lists somewhere, players like James Rowe, Liam Stocker, Callum Brown, Jack Madgen, Caleb Poulter, Connor Blakely, Quinton Narkle, um, Kane Turner, Jed Anderson, Sydney Stack, Jake Arts. If you can't see, just mm. to pick a few, if you can't see um, Tommy Williamson, if he decides mm. he wants, if you can't see those players on an mm. AFL list, Somewhere, even if they're just mm. depth players on an AFL list, all I don't think you're looking very hard. Well, here's here's another thought from Steve: Is this list clogger hour? I don't think it's that. It's definitely not that. I think you look at all these players and you go back and you well, watch the tape. Clog, what is list clogger? I mean, it means that they're there, they're, but they're really not going to make any difference. I think. But I, you need it. You're going to the, the reality of it is there is you need those players. Of course, you and do. You just need the better ones. But all, but all, of all the blokes that I've just mentioned, they've all shown that they can play at the level without mm. being embarrassing. And uh, most of them have played, or a lot of them have played in um, teams that have won yep. significant numbers. Not all of them, but some of them have been in winning mm. winning yeah. organisations. So, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think there's, I think there's enough talent. But it depends what you want to see mm. when you turn the tally on and go to what sort of football do you want to see played. And, if you want to see Harlem Globe try to razzle-dazzle, then maybe there's only room for about 12 teams in the competition. Mm. But um, Well, it's not razzle. I, I think you, you, you're equating razzle-dazzle with something spectacular. You can be elite without necessarily having razzle-dazzle. Of course you can. So I think you need the elite but is the every, foundation. But not every player on a VFL list back in the day or an AFL list now, there's only – the, the elite players are in a significant minority. That's right. As we sit now. And that's what gets to, we've circled back to the whole point mm. is, to, is are there enough of those and can you develop enough of them that can, that would make a 19 team competitive like we'd as competitive as you want it to be? Well, that, well, that that's depends, question, that depends how competitive do you want that team to be or do you just want it in the competition? No, they've do, got to be competitive. You've got to eventually, you're hopeful that you're going to have 19 teams or even 20 if you mm. want it, that are going to be competitive and the criteria is that there is uncertainty of outcome well, when they go and play a game of football. So how are we going now with that? Well, we've all it's it's how are we going when how's that going now? Well, there are a couple that have fallen off the pace a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and there? the and the couple who are up the top just get stronger. Well, that's true. Mm. Mm. So it's not working now. Mm. Uh, so to just the, whack them in. Well, I think you whack them in. Oh, I'm in favour of, by the way. I, oh, I know, I know you are. Oh no! So I'm not. I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I know what yeah. you mean, mm. and it's a, it's a worthy conversation. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's one that'll continue to roll on. I reckon.